Amen. May the Lord continue to expand your mind and your understanding of the kingdom of God. And may you have clarity and insight concerning the will of God and walk circumspectly as to please God and that you may be a worthy ambassador, worthy to be called an ambassador of Jesus Christ. We're going back to where we started um, last week. We laid kind of a foundation. We're going to continue in that place out of 1 John uh, chapter 3. And we're going to read it in its entirety this week so we can get even a greater, even a deeper thought of what the Lord is saying about the person and the ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. T today, we're talking part two of the power of redemption. Part two, the power of redemption. Amen. But uh, before we read the text, I want to um, put this on your mind. The more we understand and the more we know about the works in the person of Christ, what God has accomplished through him for us to redeem a mankind back, amen, to his original intent, his original uh, place in the Lord, the more, amen, the deeper your worship, the higher your praise. Amen. The deeper your worship, the higher your praise. When you understand what it took and when you become more aware of the power of God to redeem, and the sacrifice of Christ to bring a man of fallen humanity back into a relationship with the Almighty God, amen, the deeper your worship and the higher your praise, amen, when you start to get revelation knowledge of understanding that, and only the Spirit of God can unlock us, or give us a mind to understand what it means to be saved and what it means, amen, to have salvation, amen. So there's so many things that we have to, that, that, that will enhance our worship and praise, but a good understanding of the person in the ministry of Christ will always raise your level of praise. 1 John chapter 3 in the New King James Version, verses 1 through 11, amen, is our reading. Then we're going to go to Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 5 through 18, amen, and this is, amen, Bible study. Praise God. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 through 11 in the New King James Version, and it reads like this. Beloved, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. Glory to God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it does not know him. Glory to God. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Got to read that again. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed, been made manifest what we shall be. Amen, what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, when Christ comes, when he's revealed, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope, amen, in him, in Christ, purifies himself just as he is pure. Amen. Everyone that has this hope, everyone that expects the coming of Christ, the second coming of Christ, everyone that have that faith that he is coming, purifies himself just as the one who is coming, he is pure. Glory to God. Verse 4, whosoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. 
and sin is lawlessness. And, and you know that he, a man, was manifested to take away our sins. Number one, he was manifested to take away our sins. Glory to God. And in him, there is no sin. And in him, there's no sin. And whoever abides in him, amen, does not sin, does not perpetual, does not continue, unrepentant, consistent, no heart, no conscious sinning. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor know him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. There's a, there it is again. Amen. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested, was revealed, amen, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9, whoever has been born of God does not sin, does not repetitively, amen, unrepentantly, unrepentant, glory to God, no conscious sin. That's what it means. For his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been, here it is again, born of God. Verse 10, and uh, in this children of God, and this is the children of God, the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brethren. For this is the message that we that you've heard from the beginning that, amen, we should love one another. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You can't help but to see in the uh, epistle of John these comparisons that he's making uh, between those that are children of God and that are children of the devil. Amen. Children of God and children of the devil. And so he's making this obvious comparison that are glaring, that are glaring, and glaring obvious uh, characteristics of those that are of God and those that are of the devil. Praise God. And the reason for this, before we read Hebrews, the second chapter, is because the church had been inundated, been bombarded by false doctrines, some, some other types of Gnosticism, some other types of, amen, foolishness that's been taught, that's been infiltrated in the church, that those that sin, those that hate the brethren, are still of God. And so this older John is talking to these fledgling church, amen, churches concerning what they already know, concerning what they already know, and he's exhorting them, amen, by the prior teaching that he's already given them. So over and over again, you'll see the word know, amen, for you already know. You gotta, you have an anointing, you know already. But I'm, I'm amen, but he is stirring them up again to be able to compare, amen, which one is, which, who are the children of the God, amen, the children of the devil, amen. The Bible says by their fruit, Amen. You will know them. By their fruit, you will know them. And, and, and so he is teaching and reminding them, amen, so that uh, in verse 7, he calls them little children, which is his 
a, a, a term of endearment, not belittling, but it's a term of endearment, amen. And he said to them, let no one deceive you. Let no one deceive you. It's clear. There's no, amen, uh, gray area. He who practice righteousness is righteous, and he, for he is righteous. Amen. So that practicing righteousness is a manifestation that he is abiding in Christ. Amen. And that, and that unwillingness to sin unrepentedly, perpetually, amen, without conscience, amen, that is also a sign that he's in Christ because his seed remains in him and he cannot go on sinning. Amen. So he is, at the same time, it sounds like his um, little fragments of teachings, but in reality is he's answering uh, questions and also he's in a level of warfare against that spirit, amen, the Gnosticism and the Antichrist. So it sounds like it's redundant. It sounds like the little poofy statements, but in reality is when you study the bottom line of the purpose of the writing of 1 John, you find out that he is, amen, he is in warfare, amen, for the weapons of our warfare and our carnal but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, amen, for the pulling down of human arguments, of satanic and demonic reasoning that keep people from knowing God, amen. And so, uh, beloved, I, I uh, surmise from this is that we're going to have to teach in the same way, seeing that the church is being pressed upon almost, amen, infiltrated by all type of uh, foolishness and foolery in teaching, amen. And the believers are having a tendency to drift from where, amen, they came in and where they first believed. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 2, amen, at beginning at verse 5, it says this, for he has he has put has not put the world to come, of which we speak, into subjections of, amen, to angels. But one testifies in a certain place saying, what is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you take care of him? Glory to God. Or the son of man that you, amen, take care of him. Verse seven, you have made him lower, a little lower than angels and have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hand. And you have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that you put all things, all things, all in subjection under him. For in that you put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things that are put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little, low, little lower than an angel to suffer death, amen, crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, might taste, taste death for everyone. Thank you, Father. Glory is God. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ died on the cross. He tastes death for all of us. Thank you, Father. Verse 10. For it was fitting for him, glory, for whom all things and by whom all things in bringing many sons to glory, amen, to make the captain of our salvation perfect through suffering. Verse 11. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. Say it again. For, though, for both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. For which reason, 
He is not ashamed to call them brethren. Thank you, Father, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praises to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. In so much then as, as the children have, have partaken, partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him, a man who had the power of death, that is the devil. I got to read that again. And so much then as the children, us, have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through the fear of death were all their lifetimes subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Thank you, Father. Verse 17, Therefore, in all things, amen, he had to be made like the brethren. Therefore, in all things, he, Christ, had to be made like us, the brethren. Why? That he might be a merciful, faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make perpetuation for our sins. Glory. For the sins of the people, for in that he himself suffered, being tempted, he's able to aid those who are tempted. Thank you, Father. Amen. There is so much power that we can discuss when we start dealing with the concept of redemption. Amen. It makes it very clear that the purpose of Christ's coming is twofold. First John 3 and 5 says he was manifested to take away our sins. Glory to God. And then 3 and 8, that he may destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. That he may take away sin and that he might destroy the works of the devil. Praise God. One of the things that we got to get down in our spirit, amen, is to keep the central focus of the reason of the person in the ministry of Christ came in the first place. Amen. Keep the central focus of why the, amen, Christ came through 42 generations to be wrapped in a human suit, amen, to become poor so that we may become rich. Glory to God. Amen. The central focus we have to keep in mind why the Almighty came in the first place. Many have become shuffled off. Many have, amen, don't have balance. Amen. And before you know it, it is, the thought is more about us becoming rich. Or the thought is more about us, amen, uh, that God healed every disease. He didn't promise any of that. The central thought that we got to keep in mind so that you and I would develop the mind of Christ is the reality that God sent his son, amen, to redeem, amen, mankind from the power, from the penalty, the power, and then from the presence of sin, from the penalty that's in heaven, the power in earth realm, amen, and then in the future from the presence of sin. The matter can never stop being about sin, amen. The matter can never stop being about sin and what sin has produced, amen, in man and the consequences 
of man, the fallenness of Adam and that we were born in iniquity. Praise God. Amen. Shapen in iniquity. Born in sin and shapen in iniquity. Praise God. And so we have to keep that in mind and that Christ came to turn the, amen, to redeem, to bring us back to our original function in God. Glory to God. Amen. He, 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 he sacrificed himself that we might have the right to the tree of life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 says, and he, and you were he made alive, he quickened, where we get the word born again, who were dead, we were dead in our trespasses and sin through the inherent sin of Adam and our, the willingness of sin of ourselves, amen, in which we once walked according to the course of this world. We once walked that way according to the, amen, the person in charge of this world is the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we also once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature, by nature we were children of wrath, just as others are. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, Amen. With which he loved us, even while we were, when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace we have been saved. He raised us up together, made us, made us, look at that, us, us, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We are his handiwork. Glory to God. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Amen, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. We once all, amen, because of Adam, we were all knotted by nature. Christ came to destroy the works of the devil and to take away sin. Amen. He came to destroy. I looked up the word destroy, amen, and Webster, it says to put it into the existence of something by damaging about attacking it. Glory to God. Amen. To destroy it, to put an end to the existence of something by damaging it, by attacking it. Amen. Where well, we get the synonym of demolish. Amen. Where well, we hear in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, amen, in verse 6, amen, we knock down, we pull down, we tear down, level. Christ came, amen, to break up, to, to ruin what the enemy has done. He just didn't come to exercise. The kingdom was not just manifested to exercise, amen, dominion over demons, but to replace the system which the enemy has set in, has set in motion, amen, in the heart, in the mind of men, amen. So prophetically, we've come to root up and to tear down. Christ came Amen. To set in motion another kingdom. Ha <laughs> ha. Glory. Christ came to set in motion another kingdom. Hallelujah. He's the king of another kingdom. Glory to God. Amen. And we that have the mind of Christ has taken upon his ambition. Christ came to, amen, take away sin, number one. Amen. Manifested to take away our sins and to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. He came to reconcile the books in the heavens. 
satisfy God's righteous requirements. Amen. And in that he says he's our, in Hebrews, our perpetuation. He shedded the blood on himself under heavenly mercy seat. Glory to God. And that blood, his own blood. Amen. He was our high priest. He was our lamb. Took his blood into himself. Satisfied the requirements that God had. Amen. The handwriting of requirements that was against us. And when he did that, glory to God, we are no longer on a sin base, but we are on, glory to God, a grace base. Christ did that. And the more we know of him, the more we become aware of what he uh, has done for us, the higher our praise. Glory to God, the deeper our worship. Thank you, Father. Colossians 2, amen, and 13 says, uh, in 11, I'm sorry, that in him we were, Amen. We're also circumcised with the circumcision not made with hands. Putting off the body of sin of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried in him with baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Thank you, Father. And you being dead in your trespasses. There it is again. And the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive. There it is together, amen again, together with him, having forgiven us of all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it away, amen, having nailed it to the cross. When he this this is this is the part that Amen. You ought to get really excited about that. He disarmed the principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle over them, triumphant over them. Amen. If the enemy had known the Amen, the wisdom of God, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. In crucifying Christ, Amen. He made what what they thought was making a shame, making him a shame. When reality is. He was he disarmed principalities and powers, amen, on the cross. He made an open spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it, amen. That he did, beloved, for us. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, amen, amen. Don't let no one deceive you, children. He came to destroy. He came to annihilate. One of the other definitions of the word uh, destroy, amen, uh, to reduce to useless fragments. <laughs> Glory to God. I want to say that again. To reduce to useless fragments. Thank you, Father. Jesus came, amen, to destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. Jesus came, amen, to abolish, to ruin, to annihilate, to defeat completely the works of the devil, to defeat completely what the enemy has set in motion. What you and I have to do, beloved, is to gather an understanding of the word of God, to grab, gather a passion for, amen, walking in the word, and, amen, a boldness, glory to God, to manifest in the mind and the ministry of Christ. Christ came, glory to God, to destroy the works of the devil. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and we have been given this ministry, this ministry of reconciliation. Listen to this. The writer, 
John is giving the believer uh, this powerful comparison, this black and white, that those that, amen, are righteous, practice righteousness, those are that those are they that are in Christ, amen, as he is righteous, they're exhibiting, they're exhibiting the same isness, the same character that the master is. Glory to God. They're exhibiting, amen, who he is, and they're, they're manifesting their place in him. What you see is that in him, there is no sin. So they're coming from that place. And, 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 and because we are in him, we move and we have live and we have our being. Amen. Our base says don't sin. Because we're in him and in him, there is no sin. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, and so what the enemy wants you to know is to have a dummy down, a minimum, a devalued understanding of the purpose and the ministry of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Praise God. And so uh, the, the, the church was being inundated by foolishness that said something contrary to what, praise God, amen, the word of God says. Amen. And the last enemy to be destroyed was death. Amen. All things then had been made subject to the son of man. And so, and because we are seated in heavenly places in him, we have been given the right and the authority to exercise dominion, amen, in the earth realm as ambassadors of Christ. We have been given the right and the authority to walk holy and to walk circumspectly, amen, and to have the same, the mind of Christ, glory to God, to wage warfare, and to uh, against the enemy. For the Bible says, amen, when the kingdom is made manifest, demons are cast out. Thank you, Father. The de demons are cast out. Why? Because, hallelujah, amen, uh, the kingdom is come. Thank you. The power of the redemptive process brings us face to face the reality of the person, the ministry of Christ. Christ came that he might destroy Amen. The works of the devil. Little children, children, let no one deceive you. That's it. One of the uh, uh, one of the practices of the enemy, amen, to get believers off is deception. The other is temptation. Glory to God. Amen. Deception. There's a strong spirit of deception in the amen going on in the body of Christ now. Praise God. The antidote to deception is maturity. The antidote to uh, deception is maturity. We need mature voices like never before. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So, so, so he's calling for us to be mature. He's calling for us to be obedient. Amen. The true test, amen, of progress is obedience. Say again, Bogus. The true test of progress, talking about progressing in Christ, is your obedience. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. And progress does not, amen, give us the right or to confer the privilege to sin. I've been doing good. Praise God. Now I want to, amen, reward myself. Sin is not a reward. Amen. Let me say again, sin is not reward for doing good. Amen. Uh, uh, but what we have to do, the more we progress, the more it demands more discipline. 
The more we progress, the more discipline we must have. Amen. The more we obey, it's a sign of progress. The more we progress, we need more discipline. That's one of the things that I'm praying God would empower Bogus with is more self-discipline. Amen. On a day-to-day -day basis. On a day-to-day -day basis. Amen. So, so John, the writer goes on to imply there are some uh, biblical truths that the believer must hang on to. Number one, he tells them what sin is. He tells them what sin is, that, amen, sin is lawlessness. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. And it is deliberate. It is a deliberate breaking of a law. Amen. Which people are well aware of. Sin is the deliberate breaking of a law of which people are well aware of. Amen. That's the first thing. The next thing is sin, amen, is to sin is to obey oneself rather than obey God. Sin is to obey oneself than to obey God. It's to gratify self. Amen. All sinning is selfish. Say again, Bogus. Amen. All sin is selfish. Praise God. So John tells us what sin is. Amen. He also tells us what sin does. Amen. It, 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 it undoes, undoes, undoes the work of Christ. Amen. Sin is to bring back glory to God what Christ came to the world to abolish. Sin, re, re, it, 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 it takes us right back, backwards, amen, and contrast, stark contrast to what Jesus came to the world to do, which to abolish or destroy, amen, uh, the works of the devil, to demolish. Praise God. So it's in direct contrast. It's in direct contradiction to the person in the ministry of Christ. Amen. So it's got to be put to death through the works of the cross. Got to be put to death. Thank you, Father. Amen. And that is un and that is understanding, amen, the work of the cross. Praise God. You got to understand the works of the cross and what has been accomplished for us. And in that, it deepens our worship. It, amen. It takes our praise to a higher place, praise God, and it makes us, amen, a weapon of warfare, amen, dangerous to the enemy. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 16, it says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature craves doing wrong, amen. The sinful nature wants to do evil, that's verse 17, amen, Galatians 5 and 17 which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. It's just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. The Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what our sinful nature, amen, desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other so that we cannot carry out our good intentions. Amen. The sin, amen, Spirit wants kingdom advancement, amen, holiness to go this way. Then you got that, nature, that flesh, it craves to go the opposite direction. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. The antidote, praise God, so that we can walk more in the spirit and not in the flesh, amen, is that fasting and prayer subdues and bring to submission that old nature, that sinful nature. Glory to God. Our doctrine of who we are, what Christ has done for us, what he has accomplished 
through his death, burial, resurrection, and perpetual intercession, then brings us, beloved, into the place where we are equipped. Hallelujah. Amen. I like that. Equipped, amen, to, amen, to execute vengeance on the enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. To walk as Christ walked in the earth realm because he's promised us greater works you're going to do, amen, than what I've done. Praise God. In order for us to be maximized, hallelujah, what God has called us to do, in order for us to maximize what he's uh, saying for us, praise God, to manifest so that we have the, through the mind of Christ, we got to love what he loves and do what man, man what he does, what, what he has done. We got to have the mind to love what he loves. Amen. The mind of Christ. Christ came to put away sin and to destroy the works of the devil. Praise God. And we have to continue on, beloved, in that same mind. In that same mind. What your adversary, I'm almost done. What your adversary don't want you to know, amen, and because our people are ignorant, uh, we'll destroy it for the lack of knowledge. That's what I was trying to say. We'll destroy it for the lack of knowledge. What your adversary don't want you to know is, amen, what you possess and who you are. What your adversary don't want you to know. He wants you to keep you ignorant about what Christ has done for us. Amen. So when you learn that in this totality, glory to God, when you learn that in this totality, amen, you become aggressive and very assertive in your walk with God. When you learn it in the totality that Christ died, amen, to destroy the works of the devil, to confront demons, demonic mindsets, demonic lifestyles, and convert men back to their original intent in God, then that people, are, amen, is a dangerous people. That people is, amen, a warring people. Those people, amen, are exhibit that they are children of the most high God. Glory to God. And we act like he acted in the earth realm. And in him, amen, was found no sin. Amen. Praise God. We got, we got different problems, praise God. But we have the seed of righteousness within us. We dwell in him. Amen. So it is important that, beloved, when the presence of God is in the house to worship, let us rest in him because in that we're empowered to be like him. We're empowered to manifest all that, amen, he's given us for the earth is groaning. It is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Praise the name of the Lord. We were sent here as sojourners and pilgrims for a reason. We will sit, amen, we are here for a reason. Glory to God, not just to do the river dance, not, not just to act like we got something, not just to be hypocrites, not just to, amen, go back and forth, but we were, uh, we are on an assignment, glory to God. So when the master comes, so when the master comes, he don't catch us with our work undone. So when the master comes, he don't catch us with his work undone. So when the master comes, glory to God, we have fulfilled the calling, amen. He knows what we're doing, going through because he, amen, because he was the high priest, has put on flesh and blood like unto the brethren, amen, so that he can be a faithful and merciful high priest. So he knows what we're going through, amen. So as a high priest and things pertaining to God, 
he has made perpetuation for our sins. Amen. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, is able to aid those who are tempted. All that you've experienced, all that you've gone through, all that you, amen, wrestle with, everything that you, amen, keeps you in bondage, the master already knows. We have to learn how to take it to him. The hymnologist says, amen, all what, amen, needless pain we bear, all because we don't take it to the Lord in prayer. Glory to God. My purpose in the teaching for the next week, and I'm done, is to arouse you to, amen, what Christ has done for us. This Christ-centered type teaching, amen, is to arouse you to who, what he's done, what's available for us, who are we in Christ Jesus, amen, and, to, and the result is to make you to walk holy, walk circumspectly, amen, and that we continue to do what he's done, destroy the works of the devil, amen, rebuke the enemy, teach the people of God who they are in Christ and thereby making them, amen, function as kingdom citizens, function as citizens of the kingdom, functioning kingdom citizens, not just by name, not just by t-shirt, not just t-shirt wearers, not just by thought, amen, or amen, or um, theory, but functioning kingdom citizens in the earth realm. Amen. My heart burns to see us walking effective in Christ. Glory to God. My time is up, but not my spirit. May the Lord continue to bless you. May he empower you. May you meditate on these things. May the word of God become like fire shut up in your bones. And may you love him with a deeper love because of what he's done. Amen. For us in Christ. He loved. Amen. We love him because he first loved us in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. All that kept us in bondage. He came to destroy the power of sin over our lives. Let's, let's mind that. Let's pull that out. Let's, let's study that so that we don't, we, amen, we're just not t-shirt wearing Christians. Glory to God. But we are manifested citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And we are like little Jesus running around everywhere, rebuking the devil, walking in holiness, amen, some bringing from the dead, some, amen, uh, will get their sight back, some will get their legs back, some will get their minds back, some, praise God, will, uh, amen, learn how to walk in Christ in holiness, some, glory to God, amen, will be rich, but some will not, but all will know that Christ is Lord in the name of Jesus. When, amen, when Jesus died, when he was nailed to the cross, Amen. He disarmed principalities and power, and they don't know it, but we have to remind them, you've been disarmed, you've been made a public spectacle out of, and you've been triumphed over, amen, through the death of the, amen, Christ on the cross. Glory to God. In his perpetual intercession, the work of the kingdom is still going on. Glory to God. Amen. So my heart desire and my prayer to God is that you would walk higher in Christ than you ever have in your life. Father, I thank you for the hearer. Those that are now, those that were later, Father, I pray that you would stir them, Father God, to walk higher, to be more committed. Amen. And to praise you and give your name glory, to be citizens. Amen. Kingdom citizens here on earth. Amen. Of the world. Amen. In the world, but not of the world. And we bless you. We give you praise and thanks for what you've done in us, for us, and through us. Now, somebody may not know Christ is listening to this message. 
in the name of Jesus. You may not know Christ. You may not have given your life to Christ. Amen. It's as simple. If you believe in your heart, and if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, you'll be saved. Glory to God. It's, it's as simple as that. You need to find the Holy Ghost filled Bible preaching and teaching work, fellowship church, amen, so that you can be raised in the right way in the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You can be saved. Praise God. You can be saved at this very moment. Ask Him to come into your life. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you is our prayer. Amen. Thank you and glory to God.